0: like a rushing wind like a wave of fire however you want however you want come like a rushing wind and like a wave Welcome to Wind of Revival, a podcast about the very best of spirit-filled prayer topics and the word of God from the vast teaching of prayer by an intercessor and a life coach. A man who's passionate about prayer and equipping people to pray. Each time you will hear mind blowing sermons as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Now, here's your host, Ajima Kwame Sakodie. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Yada, awa, yada was you. Asa se yadaw, yadaw se. Asa se yadaw, yadaw se. Asa I will never let you down. I will never let you down. in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now you want to open your Bibles to the book of John chapter 13 the verse number 34. John chapter 13 the verse number 34. As you know, So a very short scripture. We honor God in the reading of his word even in this house. In John chapter 13, the verse number 34, Jesus said, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another, sit down on your enemy's head without any apology, hallelujah, Amen. and so we, we, this is Jesus Christ himself speaking even to his disciples, now yesu. A brave we muna yesu a prepare se or be free as I see we so na yesu and ko ye muhona or ne suya fwo ni shiya no ni won's yeah you know or see me mammo uh uh say me the m ransom fullfro a mamma na Samransem now may de mammo no any sir mobed domo humo hallelujah or say love one another even as I have also loved you, hallelujah it says that that you may also, He said a new commandment I give to you that you love one another as I have loved you and so the kind of love that God expects us to express towards one another is the kind of love that God himself expresses even towards you and I hallelujah, it says that as I have loved you there is a need that you love even one another, this morning the topic of my message is let the agape love prevail let the agape love prevail let the God kind of love prevail You see, when we talk about love, I mean, a lot of people have defined love in many ways. Hallelujah. I mean, when we talk about love, there are different kinds of love. We have the agape love. We have the filial love. We have the erotic love. I mean, there are a lot of loves that people you know, uh, talk about. Hallelujah. I mean, the agape kind of love is the love that God even shows towards us there mini umi no na you can feel you now feel you no a brotherly love hallelujah odoa enu anum e woman won ho na you can erotic love na eh your munchi donibia you know, Sir or Donna Boyfriend, girlfriend, odona donor e inkeye or ba was a wo emma for hallelujah. Now so uh wease a mania muse, you know, uh none uh a dear hallelujah. And so I mean, uh, Jesus is trying to tell us something that there is a need that, as a people, as a church, as, as a family, as, as a nation, as you know, a body, there is a need that we love one another, and the kind of love that he expects that we express even towards one another is his kind of love, is the God kind of love, not the uh, erotic kind of love, not the brotherly kind of love. I I mean the brotherly kind of love is only limited to brothers and sisters. And so outside of your family, you cannot do anybody good. Outside of your family, you cannot show anybody love. But he is saying that there is a need that we go beyond loving our families, loving ourselves, loving our spouse, and loving one another even as God himself has loved you and I. Hallelujah. And so when we talk about love, the world has defined love in many ways. I mean, when we talk about love, we are talking about an intense feeling of a deep affection. You know, an intense feeling of a deep affection. And when I young boys, <laughs> young girls, <laughs> Me, me, going to be 15, 14. be a a class <laughs> or see your boy, see I tell you, You see, that is the kind of love that you know uh, the world has taught us—an intense feeling and deep affection for something or somebody. A great interest and pleasure in something. These are all ways that, you know, uh, the world system also defines love. A great interest. A great interest and pleasure in something. Pleasure, pleasure in something. And so, when we talk about love, so be boy because of Are you sure you love me? Are you sure? Are you sure you love me? You know, are you, sure you me? are you sure you love me? Are you sure you love me? Are you sure? You see, a great interest and then pleasure is also attached to it. But you see, when we talk about the kind of love that we are supposed to exhibit towards one another. When we talk about the God kind of love, when we talk about the church's kind of love, the, the love that, you know, as disciples of Christ, we are supposed to emanate and manifest, even in our walk with God, we, we are talking about the manifestation of selflessness and generosity to one another. The love that he is talking about is the manifestation of selflessness and generosity even to one another. And so John chapter 15, the verse number 13, the Bible says that what great love is this? than a man laying down his life even for his own brother. That is a selfless love that we are talking about here. A selfless and a generous love. A man lays down his life. He does not think about even his own self. And then he gives out of generosity. He gives himself. But my own definition also of love is the manifestation of God's mercies and goodness towards one another. The manifestation of God's mercies and goodness even towards one another. And I picked this definition even from the book of 1st John chapter 4, the verse number 7 to 8. 1st John chapter 4, the verse number 7 to 8. It says that, Beloved, let us love, for love is of the Lord. Anybody who is love, anybody who loves is born of God and knows Him. It says that anybody who loves is born of God and does what? Knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And so love is defined in simple terms as God. So when we are talking about love, we are talking about the character and the nature of God. Be made manifest even in the life of an individual. It says, beloved, let us do what? Love. For love is of the Lord. The one who loves knows him the one who loves is born of God and anybody who does not love does not know God he doesn't know him and so it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what you are it doesn't matter what you are doing if you have no love you don't know God If you have no love for the brotherhood of faith, if you have no love even for the unbelievers, if you have no love at where you work, if you have no love at in your family if there is no love amongst your siblings if you are not demonstrating love even where you find yourself it means that you don't know God and you are not born yet of God if you are not born of God it means that you are born of the devil we don't know who your father is there is a need for a DNA and the DNA that will demonstrate and show that indeed you are a child of God, is you having that trace of love even in your spirit. So love is very important. It is very important that as a people, we dwell in love. It is very important that as a church, we live in love. It is very important that a family we live in love it is very important that as a nation we live in love because love is of the Lord and God is love and so anybody who lives the life of love is manifesting God and I love what the apostle Paul said, even in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the verse number 1, 2, and 3. Thereabout, the apostle Paul said that if I can speak even in the tongues of angels, it says that if I can speak in the tongues of men and of angels, and I can, you know, I, I can fathom. All the mysteries I can prophesy, do everything, and I have no love. It says that it profits you nothing. You are like somebody who is making noise, and so you come to church, you are praying, you are prayerful. We know. That you are brother fire, we know that you are sister fire, we know that you can speak in tongues more than everybody, and it says that you have no love, it says that you are only making noise, even in the realms of the spirit, because the tongues that you are speaking it profits nobody, nothing, it profits you nothing, it profit God, nothing, because there is no love in your heart, even for one another, and so you can be singing, you can be the best preacher you can be the best prophet you can be the best healer but it says that if you have no love it profits you nothing you are only a noise maker. you are only somebody who is making noise even in the realms of the spirit and even in the flesh men may acknowledge you people might see you even to be something great but in the spirit realm you are seen as nothing and you have nothing because you speak in tongues don't mean that you are somebody, because you can pray, more than everybody can pray, does not mean that you have been accredited and so some of you live in houses and people know that as for you, every twelve midnight, you wake up to pray But in the morning, when you wake up, it's quarrels upon quarrels. It says that that prayer that you are praying is a waste of time. It would have been better if you slept at 12 a.m. and you slept and you were snoring. It would have been better. It profits you nothing. Why? Because in your household where you live, there is nothing like love that you are demonstrating. There is nothing like love that you are showing even to your family. Your family knows you that you can pray they know that you do the work of god every now and then you are going for evangelism but you have no love even for your own brothers and your own sisters now the bible said something it said that the person who does not even take care of his own household that person is worse than an unbeliever and so in your own household if you cannot do soul even of believers if you cannot do good to your mother if you cannot do good to your father if you cannot express love to them he says that everything that you are doing it is in vain he said if I can fathom, if I can prophesy if I have the gift of word of knowledge and I can fathom all mysteries he says that even if I give my body even to the poor even to be burnt and there is no love he says that I am nothing and so what makes you something as a believer is your ability to demonstrate the God kind of love even to your brothers and your sisters. It's your ability to demonstrate the God kind of love even to the people in the church. It's your ability to demonstrate the love of God even to one another. That is what makes you something even in the realms of the spirit. That is what makes you something even amongst the company, even of the it is not your eloquence and you said you would to and you said you would and you said you would be here near me baby dey i go nyakupon and he said you would be in authority at the church we ran up say we ran formor said you would be to me as the father and know na we hope i go nyakupon and so he says that let us laugh for love is of the lord and the one who laughs is born of god and he knoweth God. If you don't laugh, God does not know you, and you also do not know him. And I love what the apostle John said, even in First John chapter 4, the verse number 20. He says that you are a hypocrite if you claim that you know God, and you hate your enemy. He says that anybody who hates his brother, and claims that he loves God, is a liar. Why? Because God, you have not seen him before. How can you love a God that you have not seen and hates his uh, his people that he has created even in his own image. Why is the apostle John even saying this thing that when you love your, your, your when you say you love God and you hate your brother, you are a hypocrite because God created you and I in his image and in his likeness. And so when I see Pastor Clement indirectly, I have seen God. When I see Pastor De Rock, indirectly I have seen God. When I see mommy toy, Indirectly, I have seen God. So, if I cannot exhibit love even towards Him, like the way I have seen God, and I will only exhibit love. Even God, it means that I am a liar, I am a hypocrite and the love of God is not in my heart. I am just saying some things. Beloved, he says that let us love for love is of the Lord. Anybody who claims that he loves God and hates his brother is a hypocrite. Now you see the apostle John, the apostle Paul even trying to explain explain love even to his people uh, in the book of uh, First. Corinthians chapter 13 uh, the verse number 1 through to 7 when the apostle Paul was trying to explain love even to the people of God he went on to give us some features of love things that shows that indeed genuinely what we claim that we have in our hearts even for one another is indeed love as a church and as a people he went on to talk about a few things and I am going to talk about just three of them Paul tried to explain love even to the people. And in his explanation, he rather ended up giving us some features of love. Some characteristics. Things that shows that indeed you carry the God kind of love. Listen, Jesus said... He said, a new commandment I do what? I give to you. You see, sometimes preachers try to explain this thing. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And you see, we beat around the bush. It's, he said, a new commandment I give. This is the new commandment. That you love one another. Even as I have loved you. For the law and the prophet everything is summed up in one love your neighbor as yourself Matthew chapter 22 the verse number 40 It says the love of God the whole prophet and the law is summed up in one code that love your neighbor as yourself, if you love your neighbor, you won't go and fornicate with his wife. If you love your neighbor, you won't steal anything from him. If you love the Lord, you will not break the Sabbath. If you love your neighbor as yourself, some things that you do that are not right, even in the sight of God, you won't do it even to your neighbor. And so the whole love that the. the whole the commandment that God is talking about is summed up in one code. And that is why when the young man came to Jesus and he asked Jesus that what is the greatest commandment even amongst all the commandments?" Jesus said I love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself as you love your neighbor as yourself. You have fulfilled everything that is written even in the commandment. People of God if we don't have love, we have broken the commandment. If we don't have love, we are living waywardly. If we don't have love, we are worse off even than the unbelievers. And that is why Jesus is encouraging us. He said, if you love me, do what? Keep my commandment. And so if you don't love the Lord, if you refuse to show love even to your brothers in this house, if you refuse to show love in your workplace, if you refuse to show love even in your household, it means that you are not kept the commandment of the Lord and the master Jesus and Jesus said that by so doing it will show that indeed you are my disciples that is what makes you a disciple of the Lord your ability to love your ability to love he said a new commandment I give you that you love one another even as I have loved you he said and by this the next verse he said and by this they will know that you are indeed my disciples. So what tells the world that we are indeed disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ is our ability to love just as he loved us. And so Paul broke love down. We talk about just three things we are done. He broke love down in First Corinthians chapter number 13. Can you project the scripture and kindly leave it on? First Corinthians chapter 13 Maybe from two to seven. It says that if I speak in the tongues of men and angel, can you shift to the next verse? It said that love, love is what patience. So in the God kind of love, we see patience in there. Abu, uh, uh, abutre. We see abutre, we see patience, we say love is kind. It does not envy, love is kind, it is kind. You show them kindness, you smile at somebody, And you see sometimes we don't know what people go through from their homes. I'm telling you, before somebody will leave home and come to this place, sometimes you don't know the psychological trauma people are going through. That is not love. You are not being kind. it's said, Love is kind. It has not envy. It is not boastful. It is not proud. Love is not proud. A hand time. A hand time. A hand time. It is a sunny man. Where walk? Where or see a hunter in your dome. And so if you would demonstrate that God kind of, there is a need for humility. There is a need for humility. Because sometimes you can be told to do certain things without your will, outside of your will. There is a need to humble yourself and do what you have been told to do. And I you talk anyhow to people because of your position love is not proud because you are a boss you look down anybody and everybody you undermine everybody Insult your subordinates anyhow, and you come to church and you are speaking in tongues and you are acting all spiritual. Love is not proud, you are proud, you are not demonstrating love. You come to the church, you are told to sit here. I a classroom. Do you have a sitting position in the church? Love is not proud. And i And the house of God is governed by God and governed by rule. When you come you must obey love is not proud and I mean you say and I mean you say and I may say and i you say nini I am fanko baby who was that said then masa do you know people who who have money and they are not talking I'm telling you the people who are the most proud people are majority poor people I tell you love is not proud you must help yourself when your leader tells you to do something you do it in love love is not proud you don't question you obey before you complain. Love is not proud. In love there is a humility. Listen, if you want God to bless you, you must come down. I'm telling you. I mean, look at our father in the Lord. Look at a man that God has so elevated, anointed and blessed. And yet still, sometimes when you come here and we are doing status. I say it depends on no, no. the way we he plays with us. The way we all eat together, do everything together. Listen, he gives more grace to the humble, and he opposes the proud. The proud are people who are walking outside of love. Humble yourself. In love, there is humility. Love is not proud. Can you move to the next one? Love is not proud. It says it does not dishonor others, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, and self-seeking. Love is not self seeking, it does not seek itself. A lot of us are self-seekers. We seek our interest alone and we don't think about other people. We seek our interest alone. We don't think about other people. Love is not self-seeking. Some of you are self-seekers. You are self-seekers. I tell you, a lot of people are self-seekers and that is how come, listen, a lot of people have stopped going to church because of self-seekers. Some of you come to church and you see, because you are in need, you had a need, somebody decided to help you and that is how you have become a burden, self-seeking. You don't think about the person's even needs. If the person, you see, sometimes when people give you, it's not as though they have everything Oh, I'm telling you, a guy came to me not knowing he had gone to Nat as well. Told me that he needed money for something. Gave him. He went to tell Nat The same thing. Took the money. Took two monies from us. The same amount. And Nat said, he said, Papa, I didn't have. But because of the way the guy. You see, you are a self-seeker. That's why you will go to people and take advantage of them. You are taken up by yourself alone. are not thinking about others. As to whether they have, you don't care. All you care about is yourself. You are wicked and you are selfish. I'm telling you. A brother said he said that and one of our members came to me, not this church, one of our members came to me and the, 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 the guy is like, I need money for accommodation. The brother stretched himself, sir. Gave the brother the money. Stretched himself. He said, I have to pay bills at the hospital. But because of the way the brother was doing things, I felt sympathy for him. Paid everything for him. And the brother kept coming. You see, you are wicked. I'm telling you. You don't even have sympathy. You don't have sympathy you are seeking only yourself when you know genuinely that the person is not even well you still go to them and some of you are self seekers and wicked because you are always depending on people you don't want to do anything with your hand you see and some of us too who are giving to people we are not helping them I'm telling you Because it is important to teach people how to fish than to always fish for them. It is a way you demonstrate love to them. I'm telling you. There is nobody around me that I don't talk to or teach what I also do. So that if you want to do it, if you will do it, do it. It will help you. Some of us are self seekers. And that is how a lot of people have stopped going to church because anytime time they went to church, people are attacking them. Love is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. This is where I will end. Love does not keep no record of wrong. Love forgives that is how other versions puts it. Love is forgiving. It keeps no record of wrong. Somebody did something to you. 20 years ago, you have no love. You are keeping a record of wrong. Somebody in your workplace did you something many years ago. It is still in your heart. And you are saying that I will show the person When the right time comes, listen, you have no love. It's a love that does not keep records of wrong. Listen, if you have said people will wrong you, I'm telling you, even me, I will wrong you. That is what makes me human. As human beings, we we, we make mistakes. To err is what? Human. But to forgive is divine so when you come to the church somebody does wrong to you or say love Does not keep record of wrong love forgives Jesus said something in Matthew chapter 6 the verse number 14 he says that if you forgive your brothers that is how God will also do what? Forgive you. A lot of us will go to hell because of unforgiveness. I'm telling you. Because if you don't forgive, God has not forgiven you. It means that you are still living in your sins. So unforgiveness is a very powerful weapon and a tool that the devil is using even against believers. And because of unforgiveness, a lot of us have become bitter. About our own brothers about our own sisters in the church that we are people come to church and they leave the church why because somebody offended them and they cannot forgive the person in the time, there is bitterness in the heart of the person it might be your husband it might be your colleague it might be this church it might be me myself I offended you I don't know that I have even offended you and you are keeping that record of wrong in your heart it's says that this thing that you are keeping, because of it, you have no love. And if you don't forgive your brother who has wronged you, there is no way you will make it. I tell you, some of you, is your parents, your father, you must forgive your father. Some of you must forgive your mother. Some of you must forgive your brother. Some of you must forgive your sister. There is a need for forgiveness. We must have a very wide heart. I tell you, because human beings will offend us. People will do us wrong, any now and then every now and then they will do us wrong but when people falter against us there is a need that we let go against one another, that person in your house, today when you go home, there is a need that you let go, even of that record of wrong, that brother in the church there is a need that you let go even of that record of wrong, that sister in the church there is a need, and a lot of us are sick, a lot of us have been perfected. a lot of us our blessings have been blocked because of unforgiveness, because we are holding on, even to wrongs that people have done to us and that is how god cannot forgive us that is how god cannot bless us if there is a need that you forgive there is a need that you forgive forgive us jesus also forgive you listen god could have sat in heaven because he did not need anything from us but because of his infinite mercies and love even though we did wrong against him. He still humbled himself and came to humanity so that he will reconcile even with us. Listen, that is the God kind of love. When your brother has done wrong against you, Jesus said that you that the brother has offended, there is a need that you go to that person and make amends even with him. That is humility in the highest extent. I tell you, uh, the other time somebody had a grudge even with me and I knelt down. I begged the person. I tell you, I, I, I knelt down. I I said, listen, I am sorry if you said I have done this. I apologize. I, I take responsibility of everything that I have done, even though I know that I am not at fault. Later on, I was there. The person called me, and the person said that the Lord said that he should apologize to me and send me money on top, I tell you. And that day, the person sent me good money. Listen, I tell you, if you let go of records are wrong, I tell you that is where the blessing will come I I did, I did, you see uh, listen, my my big brother had a grudge with me, my mother is here, daddy traveled to Dubai when I was coming I sent everything to my mother 2018 sorry, 2018 and then my big brother had a grudge with me he insulted I tell you my big brother really my mother is here he gave it to me. He really gave it to me, I tell you. Said a whole lot of things. And he, to his amazement, he thought that I was going to respond. To his amazement, I told him, I said, bro, I am your little brother. If I have done wrong against you, I'm telling you, he, he doesn't feed me. He doesn't do anything. I'm telling you. I said, bro, I am your kid brother. If I have done wrong, forgive me. Unless, you know, make amends and all that. He didn't understand why I didn't retaliate. He still pushed me to the wall. I said, I won't mind him, I'm telling you. Because God's spirit constrained my heart. And aside that, sir, he was the one who took care of me when I was in the university. I remembered what he did for me even in the university not to hold any grudge against him. I'm telling you, a lot of you easily forget the good that people do to you. We easily forget. Listen, if you are thinking of biting the hand that has made you, you are so wrong. We easily forget. I apologize to him. After after a while, You know, he called me, he said, bro, I am sorry for everything that I did. You know, you are my, he said a lot of things, blessed me as well by the special grace of God. Now, you see, if I had begrudged my brother, because we do a lot of things now, we would have, I would have cut out on some major supplies. But because I let go of some wrongs, That is how some blessings also began to flow listen some of you have forgotten some good that some people your parents did to you there is a need that you remember and you let go of certain wrongs there is a need that you remember and let go of certain things i tell you people will wrong you but there is a need that you let go if you forgive people their sins god will also forgive you People will wrong us. It doesn't matter how hard and heavy it is there is a need that we let go and we must live even as a a family, even as a church, as brothers, as sisters there is a need that we live together even in harmony forgiving one another even of our sins so that the anointing and the blessings of God can flow even amongst us. The Bible says that how nice and pleasant it is even for brethren to dwell together for it is like the anointing that runs from the head of Aaron even down to his beard, to his pet. Oh my God, and it is like the dew even on of Hammon. Listen, when we stay together, when we remain together as brothers and sisters, when we forgive one another, when we love one another, when we are not self-seeking, when we let go easily, when we are not easily offended, we receive a double portion of the anointing of God, even upon everything that we do. And that is how God is able to command his blessings, even towards you and I, somebody the time is now, even for us to forgive, the time is now to go to somebody and tell that person that I am sorry I have done some wrong, there is a need that you put your ego aside there is a need that you put that pride aside and go to somebody, you never know who will help you tomorrow, you never know where some major supplies will be coming from tomorrow, there is a need that you forgive, forgive your wife forgive your husband, forgive your children and make amends again. Forgive your parents as you forgive them. A blessing awaits you even this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us this week on Wind of Revival podcast. Like what you had. So-